This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. 95.1, the one station where you won't hear the same songs hour after hour. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten. Together we've climbed hills and trees. Learned of love and ABC. Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. When all the birds are singing in the sky. Now that the spring is in the air. Pretty girls are everywhere. Think of me and I'll be there We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the hills that we climbed Were just seasons out of time Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me I was the black sheep of the family You tried to teach me right from wrong much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Little children everywhere When you see them, I'll be there We had joy, we had fun Seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all gone We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all gone Goodbye Michelle, my little one You gave me love and helped me find the sun Every time that I was down You would always come around And get my feet back on the ground Goodbye Michelle, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air With the flowers everywhere both be there We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the stars we could reach Were just starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the stars we could reach Were just starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all come
24, 1994, Carl Tuffy Rhodes was playing center field and batting leadoff for the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs were at home in the friendly confines of Wrigley Field, facing traditional rival the New York Mets. The starting pitcher for the Mets that day was none other than Dwight Doc Gooden, the troubled but brilliant Cy Young winning left-handed ace who had led the Mets to the World Series championship in 1986 and was making his eighth opening day start. At 25, Rhodes was already something of a baseball journeyman. Gooden probably looked at the Cubs lineup and saw names behind Rhodes like Sandberg, Grace, Sosa, and Dunstan and thought Rhodes was going to be the easiest out in the lineup. But Rhodes was no such thing that day. Carl Tuffy Rhodes took the fearsome lefty deep that day, not once, not twice, but three times. Rhodes hit home runs off of Gooden in three consecutive at-bats, becoming the first major leaguer in history to hit three home runs in his first three at-bats of the season and the first National League player to hit three home runs on opening day. Expectations were high for our man Tuffy after that game. The bums and the Wrigley bleachers left the game thinking it was finally going to be the Cubs' year. With the addition of a bat like Rhodes to that Cubs lineup, the team would be unstoppable. Except the Cubs lost that day. They finished the season 49-64 and in fifth place in their division when the season was suddenly stopped because of a player strike that would go on to cancel the World Series and last into the 1995 season. Tuffy Rhodes finished the year batting 234 with eight home runs. He would finish his major league career with a total of 13 home runs before embarking on a distinguished career in Japan. But he will always be remembered for that one spectacular game. Tuffy Rhodes is a one-hit wonder. You never know where they're going to come from, and you don't really know about one-hit wonders until years later. But they are those people, those bands, who write one amazing song, have their moment in the sun, and then fade away into the bargain bin of history. They may not be legends, but thanks to that momentary burst of brilliance, they are immortal. No matter if their name is Tuffy Rhodes, Big Country, or Aha, they are all immortal. So tonight, on the anniversary of one of those immortal songs topping the charts, we celebrate those who burned so bright only to fade away just as quickly. Tonight, for the second time in this show, we present the One Hit Wonders. My name is Rich Larson. This is The Weekly List. Well, good evening, everybody. You're listening to AM 1080, FM 95.1, KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us on yet another edition of The Weekly List. And uh, without further ado, please let me introduce you to my co-host of The Weekly List, uh, Mr. Daniel Moy, I, I I I have a feeling there are a few people out there who are a little bit surprised to see that uh, the show came back. The show is actually on again this week. Did you get? You're just looking at me. What's going on? Um, What's going on? What the hell are you talking about, Rich? I mean, we're sitting here. You're going on about Carl Rhodes, Tuffy Rhodes, Tuffy Rhodes, man. I mean, the great baseball one-hit wonder. Well, here's the thing. I know that this airs on April eighth. Right. Which is the Twins' home opener. Yep. And you know that aside from music, music is my main passion in life, but baseball. Yeah. And mine too. Well, I know this. I know this, but. It's baseball season. I got baseball on my mind. I was trying to figure out how I'm going to write. I've already written one introduction about one hit wonders. And how am I going to. Oh, okay. So how am I going to take a whole different. using it. Right. Well, exactly. And lazing it up. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. At least this time I decided to get a little bit creative. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and here's the thing. 
and I'm going to have a bone to pick with you on this. Yeah, I know you do. Okay, I and did this you, on purpose. you know where it's coming down. I did this on purpose. Hey, God, I'm going to stop you right okay. here Do for just a I'll, moment. I'll rip you a new one. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first song we heard tonight yeah. was Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jacks, a song I can't stand. It's a weird song. I hate that song, but today is the anniversary of Seasons in the Sun hitting number one on the charts, and it's the reason I chose... Like that's the anniversary. That's the reason we're doing a, a second one hit wonders show, and I've been looking for a reason to do a second one hit wonders you are show. So freaking weird. Seasons <laughs> Seasons in the Sun is a bad song. I apologize for playing it. You'll never hear it on the show again. Okay, Danny, go. Okay, you mentioned among your quote unquote one hit wonders, you unbelievable. You picked on big country. <laughs> Which and I know that you're going on in a big country and that whole bagpipe thing, and then to really, really rub my nose in it, you pick Aha. You know how important these bands are to me, and they have more than one hit. No, they don't. Okay, not in America. Okay, here, here are I'll, you an American? I'm an American. They have they're, oh. in, in America. They have one hit, and that's no, all that no, matters. I, and I'm I'm going to give you exactly the thing that I would give in the the Trivial Pursuit people, Field of Fire. By Big Country. Was not a fun. top 40 hit. Not oh, a top okay. 40 hit. The sun always shines. Not a top 40 hit. Okay. Here's the thing. If if you get out of your uh, continental ideas and all Dude. that kind of provincial Dude. ideas. That's How else are you going to define a one-hit wonder? Go over to Europe. Top 40 hit in Go America. Over. That's it. Top 40 hit in America. Oh, man. Well, and you know that I'm an Anglophile. My daughter is named Eileen off of a song by Big Country on their third album. Here's the other thing I want to tell you. I have great respect for your respect of Big Country. Oh, God. Stuart Adamson. Yes. He, he, his, his passing meant more to me than Kurt Cobain's did. Yes. And Kurt yeah, Cobain's and it, our age. We should mention that today is April to, 8th. Yes. It's the anniversary of, of them having found Kurt Cobain yeah. and... And I, I, I remarked uh, to you earlier, if I'd actually been thinking about this, we probably just would have replayed the Grunge show. Yeah. Uh, but Well, and here's the thing. And I'm not I'm not trying to be dismissive of Cobain, by, but Stuart Adamson, you know. Of big country. Of big country. Most people in America have never don't know who Stuart, Stuart Adamson was. No, they was. don't. And but but in, in fact, I'm guessing if you're under 45, you don't even know who the hell big country is. No, you don't. Yeah. And, and I, okay, I'll give you that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then Martin Harkett. Aha, one of the most pristine voices. I'll say say this again. I have great respect for your respect (laughs) of big country. You don't like Aha then? I'm telling you, Scoundrel Days is like one of the best second albums, best sophomore release ever by any band. I'm I'm, I'm trying to find the best way to roll my eyes on the radio. You like Coldplay though, right? Sure. Okay, Coldplay doesn't exist if it weren't for the Scoundrel Days albums. Chris Martin even said as much. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, Great, God. whatever. You know what? You know, they also don't exist if it wasn't for Johnny Cash. Like I, you know, there's there's a okay. million different. He's got a million different. Uh, you are so American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna just agree to disagree. I suppose. No, no, we're not. No, <laughs> we're not. I'm, 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 I'm I, telling you, the I, big country and Aha are one hit wonders. I'm going to do like tribute shows to both of them on my own when we finally launch that sucker. 
you go get your own show and you just do that. I'm going to go and you do that. You just do and that. And you're not going to be welcome during those shows. <laughs> I don't want to be on those shows. And you're going to lose listeners all at the same oh, time. God. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> this has gotten really... Sorry that the... You know, I know that there were a lot of people that were taken in and felt suckered by the April Fool's show uh, <laughs> last week. I got, I got Sorry some, about that. I got a couple of nasty Did texts. you really? <laughs> I'm glad that they were directed at you because they're probably coming from big country fans or aha fans. I got, no, seriously, I got a couple of people called me bleep and bleep holes. Really? Bleep, yeah, yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> well, then we... Sorry. <laughs> it's just a radio show. It's just, it's just having a little bit of a laugh. I have a whole other story about that show that I have to tell you off the They're air, probably it's, yeah best. yeah it, it, right. it's pretty funny though so we should get back into the thing um yeah one hit wonders i i couldn't agree with you more that there are a number of people out there or a number of artists out there that i mean you think about that whole adage of you've got your entire life to write your first hit mm-hmm. and then you've got less than six months to write the follow-up right it takes a special kind of artist to be like a springsteen mm-hmm. or a nirvana or who can just do a bunch of these just and have crank a those things out yeah um but you know we're gonna be talking about a lot of these these are truly one hit wonders mm-hmm. and a lot of these except for you know and this is why i didn't pick big country or aha thank you very much he says nothing. Yo, no no of course you, of course i i thought very seriously about putting big country and aha oh, except shit. i just don't want to play aha on this show Okay, well, anyhow, the next song that we're going to be playing is, is a, by a very band. good song. It's a very good song. It's by a band called The Church. Yep. The Church actually sprung on my radar before this song. We're mm-hmm. going to, of course, play their, probably their one hit in America. Um, this is a band from Australia, and I will have you know, Richard, that The Church are huge in Australia. They're Congratulations! At- and, and AHA is huge in Norway! Congratulations! That's great. They've probably had a million hits in Norway. One hit in America, that's it. Okay, so anyhow, the church, if people want to look beyond their navel, will find, have a wonderful assortment of songs. There's a really good album that came out before uh, Starfish, which is the one from Under the Milky Way. They have a great album called Heyday that came Mm -hmm. out, I think it was like 85, and Under the Milky Way was a big hit, 1988. Um, And that's what we're going to be highlighting them, and it's... Still, you think about the church. What year, did, what year did Starfish come out? I think it was either 87 or 88. I seem okay. to recall it the summer of 88. I, it, was, it, was, it was 88 because I couldn't remember if it was 88 or 89. Yeah. I do know. I do remember that I was dating somebody that I will, I will never, ever mention ever again okay. while, while that song was a hit and she really liked it. Yet somehow I actually, you know, 30 some years later, I still like the song anyway. Well, I, I, here's the thing. Here's a little known fact about mm-hmm. the church. At the time that this album came out, Starfish, they there are four members. Mm-hmm. There's Peter Copez, mm-hmm. who's the rhythm guitarist. There's Richard Plogg, who's the drummer. Mm-hmm. There's Stephen Kilby, who's the lead singer and bass player. Mm-hmm. And then there's Marty Wilson Piper, who's the lead guitarist. Mm-hmm. Everybody except for the drummer, Richard Plogg, had a solo album deal with, I think it was Ryko Disc. Ryko Disc, really? Yeah, if you remember that. that's an Didn't you have name. Goldfish named after all the members of the church? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, of course I did. I, you know, <laughs> come on, man. I am that kind of a weird, yes, bass, are, or yeah. a weird music fan. Yes, you are. So yeah. anyhow, from the 1988 album Starfish, here is Australia's own The Church with their song Under the Milky Way here on KYMN Radio 95.1, The One. Sometimes 
Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Down on right. I got no time for private consultation under the Milky Way tonight. Wish I knew what you were looking for. Might have
to life. Well, he was warm, he came around like he was dignified. He showed me what it was to cry. Well, you couldn't be that man I adore. You don't seem to know, you seem to care what your heart is for. From 1997, and I know it was 97 because Danny just told me, that was Natalie Imbruglia with <laughs> Torn. Natalie Imbruglia was, um, she was an Australian, I think she, I think it was a soap opera that she was on. She was a, an Australian I, I think, TV yeah, that actress. Yeah, familiar. And um, 
made an album and accidentally had an international hit. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was it? The album sold 7 million copies? So Left of the Middle was yeah, the name of the album. It sold 7 And she's made a whole bunch of albums since then that have all sold like less than like nine copies total. Yeah. So, yeah, well, so. I'm, I'm, but, but I have, I, I have, I have respect for Natalie and Brilliant. That's a really good song. It is a good song. And, really you know, I'm kind of glad that you picked that because I was going to and I went, ah, you know, and I went back and forth and hemmed and hawed and stuff. And then you went and picked it. And I went, thank you very much. And I, I'm, I'm going to guess you were in Target when you were thinking about picking because like i can't go into target without hearing torn by natalie and Brilliant. you know now that you mention it <laughs> i did i was in target earlier this oh, that's hilarious yeah well here's here's the thing that okay you're going to be fascinated to find this out because you're so american charts and american charts only and only american top 40 counts and stuff did you realize that that song was actually a cover no i didn't know that yeah it was originally originally released and was a big hit single in uh, it's the Danish band named Edna Swap, and in 1993 they had a monster hit with that. She heard it. Wait, 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 a, wait, wait. Yeah. a monster hit where? In Denmark. It's if Danish. it was a hit in Denmark and only Denmark, it's not a monster hit. It is if you're in Denmark. It, what you hate the Danes? You hate the Danish? I'm. I, Come on. I was. We just were talking about Hamlet. I yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hamlet. Hamlet would have been grooving to that song. You know what my favorite line in Hamlet is? Oh, please tell me. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark. <laughs> I knew that you were going to go there. I knew it. I just, oh. Okay, I am your European friend. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Natalie and Brilli with right. Torn. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a great song. Um, and her version is really fantastic. Whether she sold nine copies of everything else or not, yeah, yeah, it no. doesn't take anything away from that song is going to be a staple of Target for it the is. next... It is some odd years. It is, and, and and like there are kids out there going, "Oh yeah, that's the song I hear in Target." Yeah, but, that's but the song my mom actually, and dad really. That actually was to a huge hit. It was a it was huge everywhere. radio hit across the world. I mean, yeah, it was a big it deal. Was. Yeah, and it granted, it was probably bigger than Edna Swap's version. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that Torn was a bigger hit in Denmark than Edna Swap. Oh, Edna now Swap's I'm going to look that up. Just let, because, yeah, yeah okay, I want to know I'm, about this anyway. You can look it up while we're listening to the next song. Yes. A song, by the way, Seasons in the Sun, also a cover. I don't care. <laughs> I you know, a lot of these songs that we are covering or that we're talking about today yeah. are actually covers. Is Mickey a cover? Yes, actually, Mickey was. It is? Really? Yes. I had no idea. Yeah, it was first recorded in 1979 by a United Kingdom group, once again, European Connection. The name of that band was called Racy, R-A-C-E-Y. And the original song was called Kitty, and they she changed the name to Mickey. And that's that's where that came from. So also, thank you once again, another European cover by an American artist that became a bigger hit in the rest of the world. Thank you very much. He's just glaring at me. It's making me feel... I feel violated now. You're making me feel very uncomfortable. Tony Basil... Um who was the, the woman who recorded this is actually better known um, in most. Well, I don't know. Better known is the right word, but it's like she made her bones as a choreographer. Oh yeah. And, and she's an incredibly talented dancer. She is 73, 73. And there's a, there's a video uh, recently shot somewhere on YouTube. You can find of her dancing to Mickey right now. And like, she's this woman still got moves. She's, oh, she's moving, but she um, was, she is a vet. Like she was an easy writer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was the choreographer in uh, the monkey's movie Head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean and she, that's, she, that was like, what, 66? 67, 67, I want to say. Head was 67. 
uh, Terry Guard, Terry well. Guard, Jack Nicholson, and the Monkees. Yeah, and and one of the rumors about this that I f- found out was debunked is that the reason that she changed the name from um, Kitty to Mickey, especially, was because of Mickey Dolenz. That was also that was oh. found, that was found out to be that's not true. Okay. That's not true. All right. She said that she really didn't know Mickey Dolenz all that well, um, so it, it had nothing to do with that. This is going to sound way less wholesome than it actually is. Yeah, it is. Mickey Dolenz actually gave my brother a, like a really serious pep talk one time in a steam room in, in, in L.A. Like my brother was feeling super, they were sitting in a steam room and he was feeling super down. And the, guy, the other guy in the steam room was like, dude, are you okay? And my brother was like, yeah, I'm about to lose my job. And blah, blah, blah. And this guy's like, no, man, you're okay. And like just, just gave him this whole thing. And and then the guy gets up to walk out of the out of the steam oh. room, and my brother like gets a look at him and goes, "Are you Mickey Dolenz?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'd be like, "You're the dude that sang that sang Stepping Stone," yeah. which honestly to me that sounds like a punk song because I know that the Pistols well, the used Pistols to do it. Did that song? Yeah. So for me, it'll always be a punk rock song. But Mickey Dolenz and the Monkey sang it first. I just think that's cool. So this is not Mickey Dolenz, nor is it the Monkeys, nor no. is it the Sex Pistols. <laughs> yeah, we just off on a tangent. <laughs> nor is it my brother. This is Tony Basil from 1982. Yes. 1982 with Mickey on 95.1 KYMN, The One.
House of 70s Bliss. <laughs> you really? I just, Dad, we are, we, you are, we are in the midst. We are in the middle of my little uh, 70s interlude right here. Well, that's, yeah, I can't wait to see what's next. <laughs> Actually, I know what's next. So, Rich, who yeah. was that? That was, that was Albert Hammond. 
with It Never Rains in Southern California from 1972. Not to be confused by the song It Never Rains in Southern California by Tony Tony Tone. Yeah, Tony, or, or you know, as I call them, Tony Tony Tony. It's, I'm not even going to argue with you. I can't even look at you anymore. You're I, I don't even know who <laughs> you even... are anymore. <laughs> Maybe we really are an old married couple. We we are. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's just no way around. One it. of these days, we are going to get a photo with bonnets on and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Because that really that yeah, idea is yeah, really funny. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Rocking. So uh, okay. Al, Al, Albert Hammond, of course. Well, uh, the the father. Yeah. Of Albert Hammond Jr. From the Strokes. From the Strokes. Yeah. Um, not much else to say about it. Never rains in Southern California. It's uh, a good song, it's a though, great man. I song. love that. I love that song. I love That's that song. That's an AM radio it, sound. Totally. And, and it, uh, totally. And yes, the flute is super cheesy. I don't care. No. I not only do I love that song. That's an entire genre. The sort of AM light rock, sort of hippie light kind of stuff. <laughs> like Jeff. I, I, <laughs> Jeff Johnson, who, yeah. who does the uh, uh, the KYM and Morning Show and happens to be my boss and owns the station. Um, Are you going to say nice things now so you're sucking up? Earlier this week. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No. Uh, earlier this week. <laughs> I, by the way, I was telling someone the story about, uh, uh, just today I was telling someone the story about you thinking that I was a suck up the day we met, but that's a whole different kind yeah, of Yeah, that is a whole different. Uh, someday we're going to tell that story on the Yeah, end. we will. Um, anyway, uh, Jeff got on this uh he played um, I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing during the oh, morning show, right? that's a fun song. And, and like, people, like, the phone lines lit up, and people like, are you, will you play, like, and like it was, God, what Oh, we, I should have been listening. That's it, what, extraordinary. What, what, what else? What else did he, he played some Jackie to Shannon, and then he played, uh, okay, it was great. And I'm like, dude, if you're doing this, you got to play, and it was actually the next song that I uh-huh. made him play. And then he followed it up with the worst song ever. That's not Seasons in the Sun. He followed it with Yummy, 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 I Got Love in My Tummy, which is just terrible. Yeah, that one's... That's a god-awful song. Anyway, but this era, this like schmaltzy, uh, you know, just just this side of Engelbert Humperdinck music, right? I love it all. I love it all. Dude, the, I love Engelbert Humperdinck. I, I mean, I swear to God, I'm I'm not kidding. Another I, song that I should have that that really would rip on me. Now. No, I'm I'm just I, going. I'm I'm saving you from yourself by not letting you talk anymore about Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> Another song I really want that like just barely missed the cut for the show is um, "Rock Me Baby" by Andy Kim. I just I oh. love that. I mean, hey, I'm gonna just add this just to kind of get into a weird thing. You know, Engelbert so Humperdinck. I sing you to sleep. After the loving with a song I just wrote. Please stop. Yesterday. Please stop. Was he was he Engelbert Humperdinck or was he Elvis? I don't remember. Engelbert Humperdinck's original name was Jerry Dorsey. Did you know that? He actually changed from Jerry Dorsey, which is a relatively, you know, that, that works. He changed it to Engelbert Humperdinck. Imagine the work that you have to go through with a therapist. Next song, okay, is um is is another classic seventies, and it's like this. I love seventies is my favorite era of music, nineteen seventy to nineteen seventy nine. It is absolutely my favorite era. And you know who pointed that out to me? Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> God, this show's going off the rails. This is the weekly tangent. You did. 
You pointed that out to me yeah. when, when when we were still in college. That's right, I did. Because you had been talking with our friend uh, Otis. Yeah, and and like oh, you had had Otis had helped you had ha- you had helped Otis have this epiphany that the seventies was his favorite era, and you came you were in my dorm room and you're looking at all of my CDs, <laughs> and and you said, "What's your favorite album?" I said, "Blood on the Tracks," and and you said, "Okay, what's your second favorite album?" I said, "Rust Never Sleeps." And what's your third favorite album? I said Layla and other sort of love songs. And you said, dude, how do you feel about the Eagles? I love the Eagles. Dude, your favorite era is the 70s. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Yeah, I Truth. totally forgot about that conversation. Truth. Well, But no, now I remember. Uh, see, this is, this is, the, this is oh. the sort of impact we have on each other's lives. Wow. You make a huge impact on mine, and then you just forget about it. <laughs> Anyway, this song though, this song, I'm such a wretched this, person. This song does not get more mid '70s California than this song. It probably doesn't because it's about it's about casual sex in the back of a car. Great, not in the 1950s. <laughs> well, you and, know, and, it, and he's and it, all right with that. That's and, the and, thing. I mean, and, I'm like, what? you know, if. If Torn is the song you hear all the time in, in Cub or in, in, in Target, this is the song I hear all the time in Cub, at Cub Foods. <laughs> Seriously. You be- I, I'm not going ever shopping with you. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, I don't even know what that's going to be like. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Sammy John's masterpiece from 1975, babies, Chevy Van on KYMN 95.1, the Uxie. I gave a girl. A ride in the wagon She crawled in And took control She was tired Cause her mind was dragging I said get some sleep And dream of rock and roll Cause like a princess She was laying there Moonlight dancing off her head She woke up She was laying there, moonlight dancing 
Greatest American Hero by Joey Scarberry, and that was from 1981, and I needed to have that in there to break us of uh, Richard's morass of 1970s AM classics. Who could it be? <laughs> I love that song, man. Believe it or not, it's tr- that is That was, when I was 12 years old, Greatest American Hero was my favorite TV it's show. It's a great show. I love that TV show. It's a great show. And William Cat was wonderful in that show, yeah. but Robert Culp kicked oh, butt yeah. in that he show. Oh, yeah, he was awesome. As the he, FBI as guy. As the FBI yeah. handler. The thing that was always interesting about that show, and here's kind of like an, a little obscured thing, um, William Cat's character was named Mr. Hinckley. Yes. Now, when Ronald Reagan was had the assassination <laughs> right. attempt, do you remember this? Yeah. There was a big 
hoo-ha about this because it was Mr. Hinckley. And, right. you know, John, John Hinckley was the guy who shot uh, he, Reagan. He shall not be named again on this Exactly. Show. Yeah. And they, they changed the character's name to Mr. Handley. I do remember that. But it only lasted for a short period of time, and then they went back to Hinckley. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Hinckley. Yeah. Ralph Handley. Yeah. yeah I mean, I do, do you remember that? that? Yo, Mr. H. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. They, they referred to him as Mr. H yeah. a lot more yeah. instead of using, yeah. you know, that the Hinckley name. The thing that I really liked about that show, aside from it was just fun and just wonderful, you know, lightweight TV and stuff like that. You like um, that? You like that Michael Pere was on that show? He was. He was. Michael Pere was from on, Eddie he, and the Cruisers. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah, he was the tough guy. Yeah, he was the he was the the, the yeah. kid in the leather jacket. The, yep. the kid in the leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. Um, and who played his wife? Because his wife was like I want to say Connie Selica, but it wasn't Connie Selica. Oh, it was. You you looked at uh, here's yeah. the thing that I really liked about the show. Not only was it a a really good kind of fun family TV that entertained us as you were twelve and I was like fourteen or fifteen or something. Um, Joey Scarberry in every episode would cover a different song. I re- one of the ones that I really remember was he did Eve of Destruction. I remember that one. Remember, he was uh, trying like yeah, they were literally, literally Barry McGuire. They were literally trying to avert a nuclear war. Yeah, and when you think about that in the times that we lived in in the Cold War, yeah, but that, that Barry Maguire yeah. song, and I and I gotta admit that was the first time I ever heard the song. Me too. Yeah, but I was twelve. So, so oh, and I was fourteen. I should have known better because yeah. I was fourteen. <laughs> well, fourteen or fifteen. Y- y- you are smarter than I am. Oh, shut so, up. Uh, who did I say uh, didn't play his wife? You said Connie Selica. Turns out Connie Selica played his. I wife. was going to say, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Great show. Great show. We got to find out if that's on Netflix or something. It's, I think I, we got to start. I think binging. it's on. I think it's on Amazon. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm still watching the Gilmore Girls. All right, so we're going to start. So I'm going to watch that we're gonna, after I we're finish gonna, Gilmore We're going to run a, uh, a a weekly list promotion. <laughs> 22nd caller gets to watch Greatest American Hero with uh, Rich and Dan. All right. Um, actually, that person is probably going to want to opt to not watch that with us. That's their prize, really. <laughs> you know what they are going to want to do with Rich and Dan, though? Yeah, I know what I want to do. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, uh, no, wrong, wrong, wrong script. God. That impresses me most is your sheer absolute professionalism. I was about to talk about Carl Tuffy Rhodes again. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we're going to talk about imminent brewing. Mm, good. This is what I want. To, yeah. I want to thank Laura and Derek Myers for coming on the show. Oh yeah, last week and 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 being a part of that and you know that was and being great sports. They really are, yeah. and I mean. The people that heard that got a sense of their personality, and that, for me, that floats through their entire establishment. That's why I, I'm going to let you go on this, but I've got nothing but good things and love to say about Imminent. So. Yeah, me too. All right, you do and your th- thing. Not, not because they signed my paychecks for some You just years. do your thing. Love, so, baby. spring is in full swing. It has sprung. This is the good stuff. I feel like that should be a haiku. Yeah, that, but it's not. It's, it doesn't it's follow not. the parameters. Yeah, but, okay. but, you know. Yeah, the seven. Patty would even... Here, you just read no. this. No. <laughs> you okay. just read it. <laughs> so, oh, you read that part. Yeah. Now, there are still rules to follow. No, you, you skip part. Oh, right. Sorry. See, well, okay. I'm not a professional like you are yet. Uh, the patio at Eminent Brewing is now open, and if you can't find a seat on the patio, there are a few seats available still, like in the tap room, because we are we are seating people now in the tap room as well. There are still rules to follow, as Danny just said. You have to check 
You have to check in at the bar. Someone will seat you. You have to wear a mask when you're sitting at your table. And if you are going to get up and wander around the brewery, please put your mask on first and then get up and wander around. And let's let's make that a rule, not just at imminent brewing, yeah. but anywhere in public. If you're going to get up and wander around, please put your mask on first Yep. and then get up and wander around. Don't be that guy. You're, there's a lot of that guys out there. Don't there be that guy. There are a lot of those guys. And gals, let's let's be even. Yeah, there are. And yeah, anyway, um, just don't be them. You have to give your contact information, and and because the city seating is limited, they're asking that you enjoy yourself, but you don't stay more than an hour or so. Sesame Street cooperation, right? You, you got to share, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's there's a little bit for everybody if everyone shares. Okay. If you can't find a place to sit down, you can still get beer to go. You can buy yourself a growler, which is four full pints of beer. You can get a howler, which is about the size of a mason jar. Uh, they have great beer on tap right now. Uh, there's Danny's all-time favorite oh, beer, the, the, the Morning Zoom Chocolate Coffee Stout, which is almost gone. Uh, there's a keg of it left, and that's it. Wow, that's uh, it. Canna River, Canna River Pale Ale, the, 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 the beer that really put him in it on the map, the, uh, the Dragon Squirrel Juicy IPA. Quick and the Red IPA is back on tap for all you hop lovers. Uh, there's more. The Long Haul Vanderwall, which is? The only, and I mean the only, Norwegian. Nordic. Nordic, sorry. Nordic Strong Ale. Nordic Strong Ale in the world. Y- you know where they don't have Long Haul Vanderwall? Please tell me Norway or Denmark. Denmark. Or, they, yeah, don't have, I, they don't have it in Denmark because something is rotten in the state of Denmark. You kill me. Um, yeah, you, well, you, you know, bring and, pain into my heart. You know, they have this thing called the Missing Link Dark Dark Lager, which is ridiculously oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. That that'll be the next growler. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and for a very <laughs> okay, so the guys in the brew house are cleaning out the cooler, right? And they found three kegs of beer that had been in there <laughs> for a while. <laughs> okay, here's what they found. They found. From two years ago, they found a keg of uh, Russian Imperial Stout, which is fine because Russian Imperial Stout was actually brewed to withstand uh, the journeys on the old wooden ships from St. Petersburg to England, and and uh, they would kick up the alcohol content so it wouldn't go flat. So, yeah. Anyway, so this, and it's it's spent two years just sitting there, finally aging and exactly. Really... And it's I tell you what, man, this is smooth I was going right to say. Anyway, it's almost gone though, so it might actually be gone by the time you're hearing this commercial. They also found a keg of the um, um, uh, the the Fell Walker Strong Ale, which is that's almost gone. But more importantly. They found a keg of the barrel-aged Fellwalker. Now, Whoa. you've been to Imminent. You've seen the yeah. The, you've seen the the barrels in the yeah. back. So those are barrels that come from uh, Rock. Is it Rock Creek Distillery in in Spring Grove, okay, Minnesota? They those were they they made whiskey in those barrels, right? And the whiskey soaked into the wood in the barrels, oh. right? So we put we filled we filled nine of those barrels. We, not me, but my compatriots. Yeah. Uh, filled nine of those barrels with Fell Walker strong ale and then let it sit there in the back of the uh wow. the, the brew for over a year. Before yeah, wow. And then we tapped it and now you've got that just oh, that wonderful whiskey taste 
and that little burn as it goes down. I got to go, Rich. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. can I borrow your keys? Yeah. To, yeah. I... I'm not kidding. <laughs> anyway, so that's back on tap right wow, now. So there's, there's probably there... right now more beers on tap than, I mean, because you just counted three right there. It's a full deck right now. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, so there's also food this week. Um, uh, tomorrow, our dear, dear friend, Norris Hemingway, uh, is bringing her oversized personality and her amazing crew to Imminent uh, on, on Friday, along with her truck. Norris Cuisine is coming on Friday. Danny, do you like uh, Venezuelan food? Sure. Who yes. doesn't? Oh, God. Because, you know, because I'm sure that I'd also like some Danish food, thank you very much. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, Venezuelan, yes. The chicken empanadas, they're amazing. Anyway, of course you do. And on Saturday, it's going to be the Brick Oven Pizza Bus. Yummy, yummy, yummy. That's what it says right there. Yummy, yummy, yummy. It's got love in your tummy. No. Anyway, things are back and loosening up. If we all behave and follow the rules, it's only going to get better from here, but you got to behave you got to just hang on man it's one day at a time oh just yeah just keep, keep your mask on two more months man and even it's open thursdays and fridays right now four to seven p.m saturdays and sundays two to seven p.m and as always all the information you need can be found on the imminent brewing website at imminentbrewing.com danny what's the next song well i'm just gonna say that today's message is brought to you by the is sponsored by the letter <laughs> i for imminent <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, it is about sharing and fantastic. You know, you know. The letter I, the letter B, and the number. How many beers? Eight. So there you no. go. Yeah, I right. Actually, it's 12. It's, it's that sounds 12. like a R2-D2 star. The letter I, the letter B, and the number 12. Okay. Well, with that in mind. Cue Toots the Lamont. Okay, the next uh, one-hit wonder that we're going to play is... Uh, I really like this song. It came out in 1990. The name of the artist is Michael Penn. Yeah. And brother of Sean Penn. Well, you and I have been talking all day about Footloose. I was thinking this is the brother of Christopher Penn, the late Christopher well, Penn. Well, Sean Penn, Christopher Penn, yes. now well, Michael Penn. You know, now we're yeah, going to... Yeah. And he's the oldest brother of He's the, the oldest. Yes. But this, he's now married to... Um, Amy, Amy Mann. Mann. Amy Mann, formerly of Tool Till Tuesday. Tuesday, yes. Um, this song, the, the name of the album was March and, uh, the song is called No Myth. Um, completely love this song. Of course, there's all kinds of literary references, mm-hmm. um, to Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights yep. for all of you sadomasochist, uh, romance novels. That's a, that, that, that's a torturous what book. What if I was Romeo in black jeans? I know. Exactly. You know, I remember at the time when this song came out, I wore black jeans. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, that, we, we well, yeah, did. it was we, 1990. We, we went through those, that, that thing. Yeah, it was that thing, you know, with the, yeah, the, the button, button fly, fly thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. For all our mutual experience, our separate, separate conclusions are the same. Yeah, so here's, here's No Myth by Michael Penn on the weekly tangent here on KYMN 95.1, The One.
Say 
Ray with you gotta be um here we've been joking around a lot on the show today and no I, we I, haven't it's been dead serious the whole thing it's actually been really boring i'm sure i'm gonna get super cheesy for a minute like seriously like oh, super okay. like softy boy um throughout most of the 90s i had a job that i could not stand hated every <laughs> minute of that job and it like it, it almost i mean no i mean you're laughing but i mean no no i know i i'm i'm laughing in retrospect of aren't we glad that that it, isn't the case it, anymore it, oh God. i know i i was there with you yeah, during all yeah, of this yeah yeah i know it, it almost did me in yeah i that, know that, that too that, that 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 job it was it was awful and uh in the late 90s when that song was a hit i i'm gonna be honest man that song Got me through a couple of days. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. I was actually, when I saw your list, I was actually surprised by that, by the inclusion of that song. I've, I love that song. I do I, I love the album. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've got the album on, yeah. you know, on my yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> the is wall the best of sound, way to yes. put yeah. the wall of sound. Um, the corner of sound, actually. Cor- yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of is a yeah, corner. Yeah. Um, it's really embarrassing. Um, no, any, it shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, it's a great song, but it no, I'm, I'm sorry. Go I just, you know, yeah. and I, 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 um, I have a friend who has had an especially rough week. I actually, I've got a couple of friends yeah. that have had an especially rough week and I love that song and I, uh, 
um, I, I, that song got me through a couple of days and, uh, yeah, I, that, that song's for my friend. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, what's next? Okay. Next, uh, you know, there is a band called the deep blue something. Um, were they, was there a, the in front of, I always thought they I, I think were it, I think it was just deep I, blue I, something. I appreciate the, the, I, I would like to call them the, the deep blue something. Like like the Smashing Pumpkins. Well, I I I and, I and think it the U two, <laughs> the nineteen seventy five. No, they're just nineteen seventy five. Oh jeez. Actually, they're not even that anymore. They're going to be a whole new band in June, is what I hear. Well, I've heard all kinds of back and forth on this. We're not talking about. No, this. we're not going to talk. That's about for this. tomorrow's list. That's exactly right. Yes, that's where you'll hear that. Okay. Yes, not um, on, not on the weekly list is for sure. Sorry. Anyway, okay, so yeah, I I think it's Deep Blue Something, but we'll call it for for Rich's purposes the Deep Blue Something. Yes, the Deep um, Blue Something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, they put out this song called Breakfast at Tiffany's, mm-hmm. and I I think I've I'm not sure, but I think I actually have this album too in I, my you collection. Know what? I do. Uh, I'm, I do. I loved this song when it was a thing. I don't remember the rest of the songs on the album. I don't think I've ever even listened to the rest of the album. But this song is extraordinary. It is absolutely extraordinary. I love the sound of the guitar, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just got this whole thing. and I mean, it's a breakup song, but at the same time, it, it's it got that, well... Is it know, a breakup song, though? I think it kind of is, because he keeps going and saying, well, you know, it's over. Yeah, but, Our lives got in between yeah, but, us. But, we've and, got, but, but, but what but, about Breakfast what about at Breakfast Tiffany's? And Tiffany's? Got, that's, that's one, one thing. thing. We can build on that. We don't have to break up. There's, we do have a, common There's ground. a hopefulness to it. Yeah. I'll give it that. And it's, man, for some weird reason, it reminds me of Sarah McLachlan had come out with this great live album called Mirrorball, I think. Yeah. And I used to... In order to get Eileen to calm down, there was a segment where it was Into the Fire and Possession mm-hmm, on that mm-hmm, on that live DVD, mm-hmm. and I used to play that, and it reminds me of that yeah. sound that yeah. that you know. And so yeah. when I play this song for Eileen, she's like, "Oh yeah, I get that," and I'm like, "Okay, she's got the same type of ears that I do, so mm-hmm. she hears that little piece yeah. Yeah. in there." And man, just when you listen to this, just really feel that guitar sound that just comes crashing in, and it. It's it's smooth, but it's also rough and it's ragged, and that melody is great. Okay, so enough talk from <laughs> of, from Dan about guitars, and uh, uh, this is this is from 1996. I want to say, yeah, this is uh, the Deep Blue Something with Breakfast at Tiffany's. Have you ever seen Breakfast at Tiffany's, the movie? A long, long time. Man, the Audrey I Hepburn. tell you what, I mean, there, it, 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 it there's so much of that movie is great, and then there's Mickey Rooney, which is just awful. And then at the and the, the end, the whole thing goes off the rails when Audrey Hepburn is suddenly doing a West Virginia accent. It's just weird. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Mickey Rooney, shame on you. Uh, this is Breakfast at Tiffany's on 95.1 KYMN. The Yahtzee. You'll say we've got nothing in common. No common ground to start from And we're falling apart You'll say The world has come between us Our lives have come between us Still I know you just don't care And I said, what about 
falling apart You'll say the world has come between us Our lives have come between us Still I know you just don't care And I said what about breakfast at Tiffany She said I Where I won't have to speak my mind any 
let me hear you say everything's all right. Let me smell the moon in your perfume. Was nobody knows who that was. His name is Steve Forbert. Yeah, and that was Romeo's tune, a song that everybody knows and no one remembers. You know, here's the thing, and I admitted this to you. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't until this past week when you put it on on your list for tonight. Yeah, I I don't know that I had heard that since I was probably about twelve when it first came out. Isn't and, that something? And, which is weird. I, I well, like I. Steve Forward came out with an album like 10 years later. After mm-hmm. This was from an album called uh, Romeo's Tune. It was the yeah. name of that song. Uh, it was from an album came out in 1979 called Jack Rabbit Slim. Okay. Like 10 years later, like 1989, when I was in college, uh, he came out with another album. And um, I just remember having, I saw, I don't know if it was on MTV or just a little like uh, like a news segment almost about Steve Forbert putting out a new album, and it was like you remember Steve Forbert from bum 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 bum. <laughs> like oh I know that so Steve okay that's who that is, and I like as I was wont to do when I was twenty years old, heard okay Steve Forbert Jack Rabbit Jack Rabbit Slim and went out and bought Jack Rabbit Slim by Steve Forbert okay. so I could have Romeo's too yeah and since then I've listened I I I don't go six weeks without hearing Romeo's tune. Really? Well, I love uh, that song. But that's that's you. Uh, that, well, it's my wheelhouse. It right? is your I'm wheelhouse. Just at the tail end of my wheelhouse, because it's still in the 70s. Even, though, well, even yeah. though it was a hit in 1980, 1980s close enough to the 70s. Well, you know, depending on... 1980 is perhaps the 10th year of the 1970s. A lot of people, a lot it, of people it, would you know, make that case. Yeah, I mean, it can go both ways. It... <laughs> We're not going to discuss time anymore. Can't we all? Well, folks, that's <laughs> well, going <laughs> to... Well, well, here's one thing that I want to say that we were talking earlier, oh. and I want to make the point that, you know, one-hit wonders right. are tough to classify yeah. because... You when, don't know You don't know if a song is a one-hit wonder until like 10 years later. Right. You have to find out that, oh, well, that was the only thing that they that, came out that, with. That was the only thing that Tony Basil ever did. Right. I mean, here's the thing. What if Madonna... Released holiday, yeah, and then, a big hit, and we're like, oh wow! Yeah, and then never heard. I I heard borderline, which I loved. I but, love it, but let's say borderline to take a page from your playbook was a monster hit in Denmark, but never got past say, oh I don't know, fifty one in the American charts. Not she a would top be forty hit. In she in would be considered a one hit wonder in America. If it was not a top forty hit, it is a one hit one. She is would be a one hit wonder in America, but be huge in Denmark. And oh, good for you. <laughs> okay. But but the point is, is you don't know that they're going, you know, artists don't know 
fans don't know that this new voice yeah. on this thing yeah. is never going to happen again. Yeah. And it's really, it's, it's almost a miracle that you have the one hit to begin with. Mm-hmm. It um, is. Well, think about it, man. How hard is it? Like, Neil Young has had exactly one number one song his entire career. Yeah, right. I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, you're right. You know, I, I it is it, it it is not easy to write a top ten song. It's just not. And these these people who have these top top ten, top forty, top whatever hits, even if it's one of them, holy moly, well done. And you know, you you really should be impressed by that. And especially when if it's one thing if you're trying to write a top ten hit. I think that the best artists are the ones that it just happens by accident. You know, I was going to, you know, you I, don't want to intentionally write it. That's something that the Brill Building, and that was very intentional and, yes. you know, old gray whistle test right. and stuff like that. But I mean, it's extraordinary that the art of writing a song is so hard. You can labor for hours, you can whip something out in five minutes, too. Yeah, yeah and it, there's no rhyme or Getting back to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, now we're focusing I, on I, I have had the experience of having an article that I wrote, something I wrote, go viral. Mm-hmm. And it went. For, oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. For a weekend, it was like the most read thing in the whole like world. It was something. weird because I'm looking at it and it's like, there's a million reads on this. Seven and a half million people read this thing. Yeah. Right? Okay. And it's, I, I swear to God, it's not even close to the best thing I ever wrote. And I almost didn't write it, like had been planning on writing it for a couple of days, and then almost didn't, and then just knocked the thing out in about twenty five minutes. Yeah, and, and this this is a piece that he wrote on Chris Cornell. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we, we, don't good, need, we don't need to go piece. into what it was. Just right. uh, I well, just want to talk piece. about how it's just weird. Yeah, like you don't know when you've got a hit. You like, no. Some people do. Like, like okay, let's just sit down and write a hit, and yes, and then you know, and and uh, we'll put a chorus that, that's got, the ma- Sadaka, got major chords that. in it, and you know, there this will be the bridge and. Uh, yeah, you know, and and there's, there's certain people who can do that. Yeah, um, but most people just, you don't know, you don't know, yeah. and it's just it's about capturing, um, pardon the term, it's about capturing the zeitgeist at the time. Yeah, All right. And I, I got to tell you that Steve Forbert song. Yeah, man, I love that. And there's one line in particular that I really like is, "Let me smell the moon in your perfume." Let me smell what the moon a great in your line. Yeah, I mean, you you could. You could scribble for hours and hours, but something that compact, that perfect, that says so much in just a few few words. That would... And it's and I, I I I I hear that line, and all I can think about is I mean that that just wonderful experience of burying your nose in your lover's long hair. I just I like you know kissing her neck, and it just oh, it's great. He's you're making a, I've got long hair. What I don't rate anymore <sighs> after the show. Okay. 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 So anyway, um, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the weekly to. list. Uh, if you like the show, thank you. Uh, you can find our um, uh, all the archives, uh, all the archive shows, on our program page on kymnradio.net. Uh, find us on Facebook under the weekly list. I post all of the uh, new shows every Friday. And you can now catch us. Uh, the weekly list, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is a doggone podcast. I know. We're, 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 we're now podcast. is podcasting? Wow. <laughs> we're now is podcasting. Yeah. You can have podcasts. I can, I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, if you go look up the KYMN podcast on Spotify, 
on Google, on Apple Music, on I, uh, um, TuneIn, and on Stitcher, uh, you can subscribe to the weekly list. And now you won't have to worry about like going and finding it, and you could just, it'll just it's download to your show phone. Show up into your magic thing? Your magic? In, in, the thing that... Science is magic, Danny. I... Ma- science is magic. Wow. Okay, so... So now we're a podcast, the KYMN podcast. Go find us, um, and Facebook. Uh, we're on Facebook, and so is KYMN Radio. We work really hard around here. Everything we do lands on our Facebook page. Just please go like us. Also, go like the Eminent Brewing Facebook page because things are always going to change. And Laura Myers works really hard to keep that Facebook page updated. And you want to know all about that stuff. It's awesome. Okay. Danny, I'm going to let you take us out. Okay. Well, the next song uh, is by a band called The Cardigans, who honestly are probably Swedish. Actually, I know that they're Swedish. They come from Sweden. I honestly got thought they were from Scotland. They're not from Scotland. They're from Sweden. I'm not just about no, I'm one not country. Gonna, I'm, not, I'm not questioning. I just, I'm just saying I thought they were from Scotland. No. Uh, interesting. From Sweden. Okay. Um, <laughs> the name of the song is called Love Fool. Honestly, I really hated this song when it first came out. When it was a hit, and that was in 96. It, here's what I remember. In 96 is when I moved back to the Twin Cities. From Grinnell, Iowa. From Grinnell, Iowa. Yep. And I got a job um, working at Holiday Station Stores. Where you're still employed. I still empl- I love Holiday Station Stores. I really do. I love my job there. Um, one of the things that I had to do when I first hired is I worked in stores, and I store- started working in a store in Plymouth. Did you hear Nat- Natalie Imbruglia a lot on the... the- on, on the radio? No, because that was '97. Um, this is I'm I'm back to me now. Back okay. To me. Um, <laughs> this is 1996, and what I remember, I had to go there and work the morning shift and stuff like that. And I remember waking up at four o'clock in the morning. I know you're rolling your eyes because that's when you wake up now. And I had to shower and everything and be at the store promptly before five a.m. Mm-hmm. And I had to do this every single morning. Um, it was a tremendous experience, and I've never forgotten that the time that I was there. And I was there in stores for probably about three and a half, four months. And that's something that they do so that you get a real understanding of what, what the deal is behind the register. And I've never forgotten it. It's always been very important to me. And with my job right now, I think about the stores a lot. Um, the stores are my customers. But every morning, it seemed like every single morning, and I'm not a morning person until recently. <laughs> so I'm up at, you know quarter to five driving you know to the place of my employment and this song was always on and being such a robust morning person at the time i'd be like (laughs) i hate this song because every time i heard it i'd get flashbacks about driving in the middle of the night and this was in november that i started november so it was uber dark yeah and it was cold and all that kind of stuff um although although you know my baby's birthday is in november so well i I like it now. Okay. Anyway. I'm fine with it now. And I love this song now. It's got a, you know, it's, I think it's called, uh, from the name of the album, it's called uh, First Band on the Moon or Last Band on the Moon. It's one or the other. But this is the Cardigans um, with their big hit, Love Fool. Now I just look back at it with tremendous nostalgia. Okay. Tremendous. So, all right. So, Cardigans with Love Fool. Folks, thank you all for listening, as always. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. Or make more kind of weird whatever it is that we did this week. Go Twins. Go Twins. Catch you later. See you next week. Peace.
95.1, the one station where our playlist goes on for days. Thanks for listening to this KYMN radio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it interesting, consider leaving us a review and sharing this podcast on social media. You can find more podcasts like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply by searching the KYMN radio podcast. And of course, you can listen to us live on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and on our website. KYMN is your home for real radio, true variety. 